Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bobblehead Podcast. Today, we have a really fun conversation uh, when we really talk about innovation versus opportunity. Opportunity. Thank you. I, I'm, this is the third take on that, <laughs> by the way. So, um, but yeah, so we really get into it. And one of the fun things about this is we talk about not just those two things and what they are, but we're going to get into how Davin sees those things versus the way I see those things and how those really come together. And uh, to me, that's the real fun part of the conversation, not just talking about those two things, but how we see them differently. So I think you're going to be entertained by this and I uh, hope you get some ideas yourself from some of these things we discuss. Talk, keep small talk to a minimum like i don't can we do that that's like it's like 80 percent of my time man so i think we could do a whole topic on the subjects of of uh what do you call the reels from instagram that you <laughs> and us and each other mm-hmm. and how twisted oh, how twisted that might be you know and it really depends like i i have get a pretty good indi- indicator of your mood depending on the type of reel that you send <laughs> and i'm sure you get the same thing for me i'm like okay yeah man, he's feeling a little spicy today yeah yeah or just you know, here's here's the thing. I think you and me are the same way. You see someone across, some you see someone come across, you have to share it. Yeah. Right. And there's some that I share with the kids. Mm-hmm. I think they would really enjoy, especially my two daughters who love dogs, and Jamie who really loves dogs. And then there's the ones that are like, oh man, yeah. I've got to share this with somebody. So it's usually you or Cody. Yeah, same way. It's mm-hmm. it's you, Cody, and Lisa are the three that I share yeah. with, and yeah. and I. Different filters, different funnels. Yeah. Sometimes there's overlap. Um, not normally. Yeah. You know, and anytime I think the overlap is going to work well, it uh, it generally doesn't. Yeah. No, I, I don't share. Like the ones, I think one of the ones, some of my favorites and your favorites are the ones that are like the the people on like skateboards or especially the little mm. scooter things. The yeah. What do you call those? I, razors? Scooters? Yeah, whatever you call those know. things. Yeah. And it's basically people getting hurt. And some of them are pretty gruesome. Yeah. So I don't, I can't share those with everybody, but you know, Cody sends them to me and then I send mm-hmm. them to Cody and I'll send them to you. And, and we use this some kind of a comment. There was one you sent the other day and we probably can't talk about it. It's pretty <laughs> gruesome. Not, yeah. But it was like, if it's really good, we usually send a comment with it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it is, you, and a lot of them you can only watch once. I, I've learned universally that Lisa does not want to see. No. Limbs sticking at angles how, that limbs aren't naturally yeah. supposed to stick. How long did that take you to figure out? <laughs> you know, it's, that you're not even asking the right question because <laughs> like, use, using using time as any kind of like filter mm-hmm. or like metric for for what it takes for me Doesn't to learn work. something yeah it's it's repetitions because i can make a lot of really bad decisions in a really condensed period of time oh, okay so you know we, I, I really don't prefer to go on time i prefer to go so on so it goes from a uh, no to no and then at the end it's a screaming no to, no, a, don't to, send a, these meetings. to a how many times do we have to talk about this yeah. You know, it's usually got to hit there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's reverse course then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, so if it's not this, it's this. And it's just a small angle from that. Yeah. And that doesn't work well either. Well, like we talked about, it, you were like, what would Davin do or say here? And then, yeah. Like use that as, as your, like bar- a barometer and then do the opposite of that thing. Yeah. In certain scenarios, right? Yeah. I did. I did do that the other day. I know. So, <laughs> so I can't remember what it was about, but I remember I came in your office and I would kind of threw this at you and, I kind of got your opinion about it. And then I said, good, I'll do the opposite. Yeah. Cause I know that your first reaction is usually in a lot of cases when it comes to, when it comes to reactions to relationship people that you have in your life. Yeah. Um, is usually the opposite of what I right. try. Yeah. I because, do. And it's, and again, it's because like 
I'm really well intended. Like I really am. Um, it's just my filter is bad. Yeah, and and, and that's always have to get your first indication because when you come back real quick with something, I'm like, okay, that's what I don't do. Yeah, because you think about it and you're like, oh, really? That's probably not the right thing. Yeah, so I'm like, no, I've already got it. I've got, you don't have to say it. I've, you don't. I, I feel it. like there's two types of people in the world. There's people that replace their water filters in their fridge regularly, and there's people that have never changed it one time through the duration of the ownership of that. Refrigerators have water filters. Point point proven, right? Mm, yeah. Is it, they, you see it right in like the little light will light up red or whatever and it's like it's time to change out your, yeah. your water filter and, and for me that was like five years ago um and but i know people that keep like regular like change them out on a regular basis um i don't want to be friends with those people but anyway <laughs> you know like using that again as a baseline indicator yeah. for like I, I i'm not the type of person that replaces my filter no. verbally mentally yeah. Yeah. psychologically emotionally spiritually the good news on a regular is, basis. the good news is you're consistent i am consistently and can you know <laughs> yeah you, you know what to expect i mean we've known each other long enough i know pretty much what you're going to say before you say it pretty much yeah but i still love to hear it because <laughs> it doesn't it's kind of it's kind of like kind of like the reels you know right. i know what's going to happen when that guy's yeah. you know coming down that razor off that pipe and i know when it gets to the bottom what's going to happen and it's a matter of you know does the limb go this way or that way yeah. and it's kind of the same thing with when I ask you a question about something, it's like, I know what the answer is, but it's going to be a version of this or that. It, it, it's funny because Tim will, will be in a social situation and like Tim will hear Mike say something and it's a, it's an actual, a deliberate pause. And then Tim will turn and look at me and wait. <laughs> you have to picture this because their offices, when Mike comes in, his office is next to Davin. Yeah. So you can kind of stand in between them somewhat and talk to both of them. And of course you can hear through the walls anyway, but yeah. Yeah. So you, it, it, so you it's know generally of, what it's going to be. You just yeah. don't know the word soup yeah. that I'm going to use. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, and I've learned one of the things that I am consistent with is like every meeting, every executive meeting has to start or end with a jab at Mike. It does. Right. It does. And I love the guy. He's literally one of my favorite people in the world, but yeah. it's, it, it's easy and yeah. it's consistent. And like, I think the executive team expects it. Mm-hmm. And if I were to not render a joke at Mike's expense at the beginning or the end of that meeting, I think they would, they would feel as though, Something catastrophic something, we're about to have. Yeah, or, or something's really bad. Yeah. Something's up. Yeah. So again, I like to be consistent. Yeah. Well, I may or may not <laughs> go ask Mike questions just to, so you can yeah, I know. and say them loud enough so you can hear them so you'll react. Yeah. It's like, you know, like every kid remembers playing soft toss. Like dad, dad oh, would yeah. get on a knee or coach would get on a knee and soft toss a, a ball and you'd yeah. hit it into the fence. Right. Like, so like, I'm like, I can't just not, I mean, if you're going to soft toss something to me, like I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take it 450 dead center. It's baby. like a wiffle ball, but you've got the big bat, not the thin bat. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. So much for small talk to a minimum so, man. So much for small talk. So, um, we have we have an interesting discussion today, and uh, I thought about it this morning on the way to work. Um, I actually listen. I'm listening to a book, and we'll talk about the book later. I actually recommend yeah. the book to you. But um, you know, there were two major themes that kept coming to my head when I when I was listening to it. And it made me think about business and, it, it, you know, things like things like that really get me jazzed. Right. Because I kind of start putting pieces together of why things can be successful. And so the topic today is um, really dealing with the, the, the two aspects of opportunity and innovation and, you know, what makes businesses successful or what makes a venture successful, whether that's, you know, business or, um, you know, it could be governments, it could be, you know, in this book, it talks about, um, you know, geography playing a big part into the world order, right? Right. 
But it really made me think about our business and think about in the past, you know, where have we been the most successful and where were the important turns for us that really launched us to another level, yep. right? And so in those two things, and the key words today is really dealing with innovation um, and opportunity. Yeah, it is going to be a fun topic. Side note, I, th I think if somebody played a drinking game, listen to our podcast every time we said interesting, I think they'd probably leave like in in a in a in a state of being blacked out. Anyway, it's 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 interesting that we say that a lot. Yeah. But for me, again, it's, it's such a nuanced topic because when I hear opportunity or when I hear innovation, they mm -hmm. mean different things to me than they mean to you. I'm sure, yeah. As, as they as they relate to our job, so right. that's why I think this this topic is going to be intriguing because they're going to hear us talk about opportunity from different standpoints. They're going to hear oh, us talk yeah. about innovation from different standpoints. So right. yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting. All right. Let's dive into it. Let's go. Um, so thinking back over, you know, 20 something years ago, I can't keep up when that was, we started the company in 98, 99, whatever it was. Um, thinking back to, you know, how we were able to start. And, and I've talked about it in the past of how we got started and, and you know, the, the number one reason we were able to start this company and get in healthcare was an opportunity. And we had developed, well, kind of developed a, uh, a technology and innovation. And we thought we knew where it would go. It didn't really land there, but an opportunity came up where it did fit. And so we're able to, to attach that innovation to that opportunity. And that's what got us into healthcare and took us down that road. And so, you know, the question for me really is, is dealing with what is opportunity, what's innovation, but, and maybe, maybe we'll talk about this towards the end is really what comes first. Yeah. Is it the innovation or the opportunity? Sometimes it's, it's, it can be flipped. Um, it doesn't always have to be one before the other, but I'll kind of talk a little bit about what does opportunity mean to me okay. and what does innovation mean to me? And then you can kind of, yeah reverse that and, and tell me what you think. But, you know, opportunity and, and really dealing with business is, is in, in either the normal course of business or conversations. It can be networking situations. It can be friends. It can be reading a book. It can be listening to a podcast. Um, it can be just anything where you're taking in information, right, is sometimes that opens up your mind to think about something and to see a potential for you in a way that advances you, right? Whether that be personally, whether that be socially, whether that be relationship-based, um, but today really you're talking about business-wise, is the ability to see an opportunity. And, and we had that, you know, it's so funny it's because we had that to happen just last week where those of you that are listening um, have been listening for a while, all three of you. Uh, you know, we we actually came up with about two years ago a way to be able to uh, bring an experience to a patient before they ever come to the hospital. We won't bore everybody with all this stuff because people don't really care about probably what we do for the most part. But we came up with this this ability and this innovation to do that, and we've been building a, building a product for two years. Launched it January first, and you know, really thinking we knew exactly where it would go. And that, and that still is where it's going to go. But we had an opportunity pop up last week and it really changed um, kind of the direction of where we're going to go with this thing next. And that we had, I won't go into the details, but um, we did have uh, a hospital 
tell us, you know, this is really great, but this is really what I want. And so, um, and we're willing to pay for that. And so we, you know, came back from that, talked about it with engineering, talked about it, and come to find out really it's not far off what we can already do, make a few changes here and there. And it really takes our solution from, you know, X to, you know, two X and without a whole lot of, of work. And so that's when I talk about opportunity, that's kind of what I'm talking about is, is you, you, you get someone who says, I really think I would like this. And in the past we would call it the, wouldn't it be cool if yeah, like, so we're in a, we're in a conversation with 20 people in a hospital and they're like, I really like that, but wouldn't it be cool if we could blah, blah, blah. Right. And so we had a rule that if we hear it once, we write it down and pay attention to it. If we hear it twice, kind of put it on the roadmap of, man, this could be a possibility. If we're at three times, we're building it no matter what. So if three people we talk to say, wouldn't it be cool if, we're like, man, there's a demand for that. And that to me, that goes back to opportunity of, you know, you're listening to people and you're hearing what they want. And by taking in what they say, and, and a lot of people go, oh, you're just listening to the customer. Yeah, but that them telling you that is, is an opportunity for you. Yeah. And sometimes that opportunity is not exactly kind of where you're headed or what you're pitching to them, but it's something special. It's something different. And it makes you think, Hmm, is that something that would sell? Is that something that is of need? Is that something that um, would work? And, and that doesn't just go to product or selling something, but it also goes to relationships. It's, it's meeting someone that's very interesting. I use the word again, um, meeting someone that's interesting and, and kind of finding out what they do and, and somehow, and you've met people that you click with, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I don't, I don't use a network. I don't use people to get what I want, but I learn from people that I meet, right? And I don't, I don't need anything from them other than, you know, they're intriguing to me and what they do and what they say and their life story you know, it makes me think about something and it makes me better. It's like, uh, you know, we listen to chasing excellence quite a bit and, you know, just hearing Bergeron talk and I don't, never met the guy, but hearing him talk in his podcast, I always come away with something. Right. And so to me, that's an opportunity is I'm, I'm, I was introduced by someone to his podcast. I listened to him and that now I have the opportunity to listen and because of that, because of him, I come up with some ideas that I wouldn't have had normally, right? Yeah. So when I talk about opportunity, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think about it, of course. And again, here's the difference in, in how your your and I brains work and our approach to this is, I generally think of an opportunity classically as some big external variable, some big external event that happens in the market, in the economy, in um, in our specific vertical, you know. And I think the original one we're talking about now, or even back to when you guys created the the original piece of software, it was because you identified a gap in the market, right? You right. identified an opportunity to develop something which generated more opportunity and on right. it goes. And we'll get to, I think, how that cycle plays in later on. But, you know, fast forward to COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw an opportunity in the market because, you know, providers were restricting or altogether no longer really seeing patients or, or doing patient intake inside of a facility. So there was an opportunity for us to create a product that allowed us to, virtually intake patients in, into the into the facility. Um, you know, or there's situations like we're facing now with um, the economy. And as we lean into 2023, we're like, okay, so inflation's going, going crazy. Um, 
you know, there's this kind of impending recession that people have talked about a lot. So there's an opportunity for us to revamp how we sell and the approach that we sell capital versus subscription Mm -hmm. based on a gap, based on an opportunity that we see in the marketplace. And so, you know, I think that traditionally the original idea for something happens is a big external event that happens that you're like, okay, so I see something, right? There's a need based on a, a gap, based on a weakness, based on whatever. Now it's time for us to produce something that addresses that gap based on the original opportunity from an external variable. Yeah. And so a lot of people see that change in market as something we have to adapt to. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's, and there's two ways to look at it. Number one, we have to adapt to it. Or you can see it as an opportunity and go, okay, how can we, how can we create something that benefits us and benefits them? Right. And, and that takes, and it's the difference between we have to do this in order to survive mm-hmm. versus how can we take this opportunity that's out there? And even though it may at the beginning not seem like a good opportunity, it may seem like a bad thing, but taking that and go, okay, how can we take, how can we take advantage of this and to be creative and innovate, which we'll talk about more, innovate either our thinking or our methods or our approach or yeah. our product in order to meet that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's where you know, you and I have talked and you, you've known me long enough where, man, when something kind of either crazy happens, either, either not terrible, but not a great thing, or we get an opportunity where the customer says, I'm, I can't do this if I can't do this. I get excited about that because that's, that's where, you know, we talk about Colby's and man, that's where I'm best. I came in your office the other day and I'm like, man, this is, yeah. I, you saw energy in my face um, that I hadn't had in, in a long time. And that was, you know, we get a, a custom, potential customer that says, man, I, I really want to do this and be able to work through that, talk about it. I mean, that's in my strength. So, you know, it really comes down to how do you see that situation in front of you? Is it a, I have to do this or is it an opportunity? So it goes along with what you said. Yeah. Well, and, and frankly, you're talking about our different approaches to business, right? Like go back to COVID, right? COVID created an opportunity for both of us inside of the organization to, to capitalize on the way that we think about things. I'm like, okay, so there's an opportunity for us to get better at the way we do business, right? At the way we implement it, the way we support it, the way we sell. So I, I, I start pushing, pushing buttons and pulling levers to make sure that we're lean and effective as an organization based right. on our key metrics and how mm-hmm. we do business. You on the other side, you look out, you project out to start to look for the external opportunity to create something that addresses a new weakness in the marketplace. Right. You're not good at what I do. I'm not good at what you do. But the combination of those two things, I think, really allows us as an organization to capitalize on opportunities. Yeah, and and you think about that. It's kind of like a um, a double barrel approach, and that is, you know, it's if I just if I just addressed it from my end, it would be good. Yeah. If you just addressed it on your end and what opportunity you saw, it would be good. But together, going after them together and figuring out a way to make those things work together, making it it makes it two x right. Or three X, it it it, uh, it changes who we are in a very positive way by converging those two ideas. Yeah, and uh, and that's what I think that's what's worked really well for you and I is that we don't think alike, and the the approaches we have and the way we see opportunity is different, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, you'll come to me and say, "Hey, I've got an idea, and it's this and this, and it's you know, it's operational." And I'm like, "Dude, if you think it'll work, just go. I'm great with it." 
um, you know, Cody and I talk a lot about, you know, from where he's come from in the marketing side and, you know, he, he's, he's, is, not, I mean, he's, is where he is because of hard work and he's a smart guy, but he had some opportunities here that, um, he said, man, I, I see something mm-hmm. and I didn't, I didn't see it right from marketing side. He's way better at visioning things than I am. And he would say, man, I, I want to try this. And I'd say, just go. Cause I trusted in his instincts to see opportunities. And the same with you in that, you know, by, by you guys doing what you did allowed me to do what I do and it converges in the center to make a better whole. Hey Tim, I think this is actually a good place to stop because we've discussed what opportunity and innovation means to, to you and I individually and us as an organization. And uh, so I think let's break and come back for the next part of this, which is going, going to be the marriage of innovation and opportunity and how they work in concert together to create that something special. I like it. Let's do it. Let's go.